0: Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations on the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter.
1: Welcome in the sports night. It's September 28th, a couple days away from October. We're heading into week four of the NFL season. I'm here with my BSL NFL analyst,
0: Sid Saraf. Sid, how you doing? Great. Got the Thursday night game on in the background. It's already getting out of hand.
1: Yeah, not great for uh, my picks for the week or uh, preseason for uh, picking Green Bay. Detroit uh, uh, already pulling away there, but we'll get to that. Uh, Good to start the week. Question I had for you was how many quarterbacks are the reason their teams win versus guys their teams can win with? Well, how far down the list do you go?
0: Well, it, it's funny because I was looking at the I was, you know, looking into it, and if I wanted to, I could stop after one name. And that's then <laughs> that's Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Really? I mean, it's not like the you know, we're in a new era now where before it was Tom Brady. Uh, I was about to say Patrick Ewing, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Excuse me, Tom. That'd Brady. be interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That'd be really weird. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers. Right? Those yes. are three guys that would would do it. Now, two of those guys are gone, and Aaron Rodgers is off in rehab land. But if you wanted to stop the list at Patrick Mahomes, he's you could. And if you want to just say nobody else can do it, but I, you know, that's there's no fun in that. But, like, there's a few other quarterbacks that I have on this list. There's a few that I, I feel are obvious, like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. But there's a few that are kind of on the outside, like, like we could have a conversation about. Like, would you put Tua in that list? Because they're a different team when he's hurt.
1: Yeah, he's a different uh, – he's a difference maker right now. We're going to get into Miami further later, but he's in this system right now. While he's healthy, he's very productive. For me, for me, I, I guess if I'm doing a list today, he's in in that in that grouping. Uh, you know, we'll see how I feel about that at the end of the year. But re- yeah. re- re- today, I, w- I would put him in that. List he's making a difference uh, uh
0: directly on his own you know s- system then, or not then there's a few other kind of interesting names would you put Brock Purdy on that list I well mean, that'd it'd be a, a, it'd
1: be a hypocrite i mean i'm just saying i just said two was making a difference in that system you know purdy's operating the 49ers system no i would not have purdy in that list even though i i am a purdy fan he he is getting the ball to the uh skill position talents that they have. He's got a uh, high yard uh, per average, but of course that's based off of the uh, yards after the catch that his, you know, the talent that he has there directly in the system. But you also look at his arm strength and you think about him being a seventh round, you know, last guy in the draft. And I'm not really buying him being himself being the difference maker. If you put him on some other non San Francisco team.
0: And then yeah. the two other names I wanted to discuss, I guess I have an NFC West bias because, I mean, Matthew Stafford. Like, if the Rams win a game, if he plays bad, they're not going to win. If he does, they would. How about Geno? I'm like, you yeah. know, obviously, these are just more for fun. Obviously, they're not – I'm not calling any of these – either of these guys, you know, the top echelon of quarterbacks. But, like, it's like kind of comparing whether or not – Stafford, Stafford isn't –
1: Stafford isn't – you know, he's two years removed from the Super Bowl. He's back healthy this year. Uh, when he's been healthy, no one has. Everyone has always identified his talent. Uh, you know, there's a there's an argument uh, there, and Gino.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I can't. You know, yeah, that was a stretch. I I kind of just threw him in there just just for just for. But games. but for me, I, I
1: excuse me, I got to maybe seven or eight guys that I would say okay, and, and then I could argue a nine for ten, uh, 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 and and then at that point, I think you really get into a uh, a whole bunch of guys that are
0: you can win with them. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah but you're just like you know if they have a bad game there's other ways for that team to win you know what i mean like he's a, yeah i would agree with you there's just not, i don't want to just call them just guys cuz that's kind of cruel but i mean but i wouldn't put them on the elite like they can put the team on their shoulders and win a game
1: yeah and the reason i had this question was cuz i was thinking back to uh discussion we had before the season uh, previewing the NFC and I was thinking about Purdy and Dax mm-hmm. uh, and and I was thinking about how I worded it then and I thought I, I had done a poor job of of distinguishing between the two which is, Purdy is very effective in his system, and it's working. And Niners can win with him. He doesn't cost anything. They gave up all the draft collateral for Lance, and, and essentially it's a wash because they're getting Purdy for nothing. And and they have that deep, uh, you know, team around him. And nobody would confuse Purdy as being as talented as Dax. But Dax, to me, is kind of an is a. Ultimately, a similar type of guy to me. I don't believe Dax is a guy that you ride as he is the reason why uh, the Cowboys would win a Super Bowl. But I believe he is the high end version of Purdy of capable of of leading a (laughs) of being a component of a team, but not not the driving uh, part of the team. And I don't. Yeah.
0: But he can definitely sink you. Like, uh, yeah,
1: right. If he has the turnovers that he had a lot a, a last year, right?
0: When yeah. they when they were on that last drive, I, I and I swear to God, if I'm lying, I'm dying. But I even said to myself, I'm like, this would be a perfect time for a Dak pick. And sure enough, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of you know, you know, uh, fortune teller or anything like that. But just when it happened, I was like, I can't believe I was right, you know. I mean, it was just kind of at the worst time, and he threw that pick, and it was just kind of uh, you know. But. I,
1: yeah, and I, again, maybe this is me, you know, being unfair. But I, I think if the Cowboys have the realization that, um, we can win with Dax instead of trying to push him being the reason why they win, I think they would be a better. <laughs> uh, a, maybe a, a, a better off.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: Uh, but you know, you're paying a lot of money, and <laughs> uh, it, it's. It's a fine line. I mean, I, I Dax and Cousins are kind of the the primary, <laughs> that's primary people that's that you comparison. Yeah,
0: yeah. but I, actually, I would say, as far as numbers, I would say Kirk Cousins is a little bit more reliable at this point. I mean, it's kind of crazy, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, I I would agree. I I think perception wise, most people would have, you know, Prescott uh, a bit above Cousins, but they're they're really similar (laughs) Uh, similar. yeah all right so as you mentioned week four has kicked off detroit at green bay lines uh leading and already stretching out their uh their lead uh you put out your week four preview for the site yesterday that included your power rank top 10 so my question how many teams in that top 10 do you believe are capable of winning multiple playoff games
0: uh, I had six originally, then I added a seven. The seventh team was the Lions, and now I'm looking really smart for adding <laughs> that uh, just based on today. I mean, I, again, I, I've, I say it almost every week, but I think it also, just don't bet a Thursday game. You don't know what's going to happen. Short week, uh. just, they're too hard to predict. I mean, if you're going to put money on anything, don't do it on a Thursday game. And I, Anyway, but – uh I have the other six teams are the Niners, the Dolphins, Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens, and Bills. I think th- those six teams are capable of winning multiple playoff games, even though the Bills keep disappointing me and the Ravens still need to prove some stuff. I th- but they have the talent. When everyone's healthy, they have the talent to do it. And uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like who el- the other teams that I had uh, in my top 10, like Browns, no. Dallas, sorry, I don't believe them. And I had the Packers at number 10. So it's not – I I just don't see any of those teams. I mean, we've seen – we've had years of evidence with Dallas, and they just always lose. You know, even though, yes, they did have a win last year and they had that game against the Niners, and that was epic. But, you know.
1: It's one of those things that you'll have to see it uh, first. But it's interesting that we're you – the know, calendar is switching to October, and – Basically six, seven teams that you that you feel pretty comfortable with uh, at this point, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have separated themselves there. So, who outside of that top ten do you think has the highest uh, ceiling?
0: I'd have to go with the Bengals. I mean, even though I haven't yep. really liked what they've done, uh, we'll get to them in a minute. But uh, I would say just based on their past resume, I mean, they've got they had a, a Super Bowl appearance followed by a conference title game appearance. But if I can do a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, We're going to laugh at one of them, but uh, if Derek Carr can be healthy, I'd like the saints. I think they have a high ceiling, you know, I mean, they've got a lot of offensive talent and uh, their defense defense. That's pretty pretty good good. too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they had a, you know, a bad fourth quarter uh, on Sunday, but uh, I think they definitely have the talent to go far and uh, (laughs) we're going to laugh, but the chargers, if they can put it together, they've got a good roster. Even though they lost Mike Williams, that yeah. sucks. But they've got depth at receiver. <clears throat> they have a couple of, rook- you know, the, uh, now I'm spacing on his name. But the uh, rookie wide yeah. receiver that's only pay- played like 20 of the snaps so far. I can't believe I forgot his name. But it doesn't matter. But uh, you know, they have the talent. They have the names on that roster, and they've had two very close games. They just lost two of them. They're just bad and close games. So, but they have the talent. They do have a high ceiling. They just need to. Put it together and stop getting in their own way. So, uh...
1: no, I, I think those are all re- oh reasonable. I think most people would probably have uh, Cincinnati's the answer to that question, but I think the other two are reasonable as well. Just, uh, uh, I, I would agree with you with the Chargers. I mean, I, I I like what you said of the Dallas. I couldn't pick them, <laughs> but I, I would also think they would have a, no. you know you know, I mean, it, it, they got a puncher's chance anytime they take the field just because of uh, Herbert, so yeah. Uh, so you mentioned to Tua Miami, obviously, they're coming off of their 70 point explosion versus uh, Denver, up to number two now in your power rankings. Like anybody else, I'm a believer in their explosiveness. Um, you know, how could you not be at this point? kind of what I was alluding to at the top. I'm still gonna wonder about Tua's ability to uh get through the entirety of a season until I see it. But uh you know, he's producing as much as you anything you could ask for, he's doing right now. So your para rankings are your current feel, results date, plus some projection. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely.
0: It's a combination of both. Just kind of how I yeah. see them going forward. Plus, you know, and I I like to reward teams that really show me something special and on Sunday they did that was
1: uh yeah they, they've done it uh to date I mean you, you got to give them a, 70 points and what they've done uh so far certainly got to reward that so but looking at miami and then kind of the, where the projection comes in do you have them as the afc favorite at this point
0: I mean it sounds like blasphemy because you do have the chiefs still there but and they have two super bowl wins under their belt but as of right now i don't see a team that's more electrifying and entertaining to watch i mean think about it this way they're number one in the league in passing yards rushing yards and total yards yeah um, that usually works right <laughs> that that'll, that'll get it done you know now having a 70 point game will help that obviously in the short term but <clears throat> i mean they are um but they're great on offense my only doubt right now and it's not it's nitpicking but it's kind of their defense—have they been really tested yet? I mean, week one they gave up 34 points to the Chargers. Then they played the Patriots, They gave up 17 points there. And I mean, it's the Patriots—we've, we've, you and I have sort of documented a little bit of their offensive sort of vanilla ness to be nice, you know. And then they played Denver, and then their offensive output was so cartoony that it was kind of really hard to get a gauge on their defense. So, I. You know, we'll we'll learn a lot more this week, uh, especially uh, when it comes to their defense. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you were to put money on Miami, I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're wrong. I, I I think that so far over the first three weeks, of the, you know, now we're in week four. But the first three weeks of the season, they've unquestionably looked the most impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've picked at Miami and I, I did it again here saying I'm, I'm wondering about Tua's ability to stay upright for the entirety of the season. But, If he does, they're going to continue to put up points, uh, even, you know, uh, I wonder how they look a little bit, uh, you know, in the winter, uh, you know, wins, you know, playing up north, but still, they're going to produce, uh, you know, it really is Tua, and how many games can he play, so uh, no problem with you having Miami as the AFC favorite at this point, and, uh, you know, if you're comparing them directly with Kansas City, you would have to take uh, Miami's uh, skill position talent. I think over <laughs> over the Chiefs uh, fairly easily. Uh, so let's get to the game of the week. Obviously, that's Denver at Chicago, <laughs> or that could be uh, Miami at Buffalo. So who wins? Miami at the Bills? Uh, who's your pick and why? Wait,
0: I had all this. Broncos ready on Denver? Yeah, prepared. I mean. This was like a last-minute change. I don't understand what's going on over here. This is the – it's not what we agreed to. We um, can go full Broncos. Uh, Bears, yeah, we, can, yeah, we can go wall-to-wall Broncos coverage. Um, here's the thing. I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game, but I will give the uh, qualifier – we will find out how this game is going to go by about halfway through the first quarter because the Bills' defense is very strong. And they've, been, they've looked really good over the last two weeks. Not so much week one, but it's week one and whatever. It was Monday night and weird things happened. And Josh Allen turned the ball over a lot. So it was, uh, it was kind of odd. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. But like I said, if we see if the Buffalo, if the Bills can get one or two good stops in that first quarter, and it looks like they're kind of knocking uh, Miami's offensive line backwards, and are getting pressure on Tua, and uh, it doesn't matter if they make a couple of big plays. That's okay, but if they're get, getting into Tua's face consistently in the early going and getting him off uh, rhythm, that's going to mean a lot. Now, if, here's the problem: if Buffalo gets into a track meet with Miami, it's done. Miami is going to blow this team out. I don't think the as good as I as much as I like Josh Allen, and as much as I like. The Bills' offense, I don't think they have the weapons, to, the horses to keep up with the Dolphins and the, the way, uh, barring injury.
1: Fair enough. One thing I like uh, that Buffalo has uh, done the last few weeks is they've got a ground game going uh, there. I think that bodes well for them. And then you mentioned the defense, the, the defensive line. I know they can't, had a bunch of sacks last week, but their defensive line looks a little more uh, stout uh, this year. Course, they were unhealthy last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. Really is an interesting game. You know, Buffalo already has lost, loss, of course, to the Jets in the division. Both teams coming off uh, routes last week. So, fun game here to start October. Um, you know, Bills probably need that game more, being that it's at, at home than Miami does. Uh, yeah, that, that should be fun.
0: But here's uh, my question. Like, if the Bills win, would you consider that an upset? No. Yeah, me neither, I, right? Yeah. I
1: I, I would still – I still like the Bills to win the East uh,
0: yeah.
1: uh, uh, over Miami. But um, Miami's coming in with all the momentum you could possibly want, and it's – they're playing this game in October and not in late December or January. So, uh, Orchard park, isn't going to be, uh, you know, complete freezing mess. Uh, so and, it's a good, good. Spot
0: and for what for it's worth, bills, the bills are favored by two and a half.
1: Yeah. So basically on a, on a neutral field, you know, they're saying Miami would be the, the slightest, uh, uh, favorite. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, I, I do think the point you made with, with Allen and the, and the Bills kind of uh, the overall if they can't get into a track meet, I mean it's and that's less about Allen and just really what surrounds him, which is uh, you know kind of a mediocre uh, cast of weapons uh, uh, there. <laughs> but yeah, I
0: mean especially compared to the opponents.
1: You know, I, I think you know Buffalo having some long longer drives and utilizing that ground game and keeping miami off the field it might be you know that's part of the defense that you got to play yeah uh i know all the uh, new analytical types don't believe in time of possession but you know it's hard for the off the opposing offense to beat you if they don't have the ball
0: nah, it's I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I'm not an analytics hater, but it's, you know, sometimes it gets a little carried away. You know, football's played on the field.
1: Uh, Atlanta's facing Jacksonville in London. I think I was a bit higher on the Jags than you were entering a year. Getting blown out by Houston at home, that's kind of a tough look. Give credit to Houston. Stroud looks good. Uh, uh, Ryan's looks good, the head coach. Uh, but still, uh, the Colts did what they needed to do, seal win a Baltimore, that was fun for all of us Raven fans last week. The Ravens giving that game
0: away. How do you currently handicap the AFC South? What a weird, what a weird division, isn't it? I mean, it was just uh, look. A lot of teams that end up having solid seasons will have, you know, some early season losses that will end up making you scratch your head. And that with that um, Texans Jags game was kind of like that, where it was going because. The Texans had no problems moving the ball. I mean, it was just up and down the field constantly. They were constantly in the red zone making big plays. It was an impressive effort. And, you know, and I have been kind of sleeping on CJ Stroud a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of this class of quarterbacks coming out, you know, but they've done better than I thought they they would have been. Uh, But, you know, the offense is not bad. I mean, they're fifth in the league in passing yards. Stroud has a, 64.5% completion percentage. Most important, no picks. That's a big thing, especially for a rookie, and his QB rating is 98. That's good.
1: He's looked very poised uh, through three weeks. Uh, Not overwhelmed at all. Saw that week one versus the Ravens. Uh, He has a good skill set. He's not going to overwhelm you with his, like, arm or athleticism, but he is a good he's gonna be in that cousins tax class. Yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but look, yeah I mean, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how they develop. I mean they've got three interesting games coming up. I mean they're they're home against the Steelers then at Falcons and then they got the Saints at home. And we'll see how they do. I mean if they can go if they can win two of those games, which I think they can, I mean uh maybe the Saints they might have a hard time with, but I think the Falcons are beatable. I think the Steelers are beatable no, no, regardless of what they did on set, Sunday night against the uh, Raiders. But it was, um, it's, it's difficult to say. I mean, the Colts are on top right now. I mean, then they also have three one and two teams in a row. I mean, they got home against the Rams and Titans, and then at Jags. I I mean, I'll go with the Colts right now, just because they they're coming off the more impressive win, but I'm sitting there going, like, I don't. It's still too early. I don't know. I can't. I can't handicap anything. The Jags can still come back and win every game from now on. I don't know. This, this. Division- yeah, I was just, I was just
1: interested in your take. I don't think there's really any separation right now. You can, look, you can look at uh, each of them and make a,
0: you can make an argument. Yeah. Uh, this division stresses me out when I'm looking at it. I'm just kind <laughs> of going, oh, come on, man. Like somebody take the, take the reins of this division and, you know, impress me. But it hasn't happened yet. But it, you know.
1: What I don't think you have is anybody in the AFC South winning two uh, two playoff games. No, no, no. Yeah.
0: no, they're not sniffing the top ten anytime soon, none of, none of these teams.
1: Cincinnati survived your Rams last week. They grabbed their first win. So what did you see from the Bengals? Uh, you mentioned them having uh, the highest upside of any team that's currently outside of your top ten. Cincinnati faces the Titans this week in Tennessee.
0: Um, it was good to see Jamar Chase you know, have 12 catches, that was big, you know, especially because he was uh, being a little bit of a complainy pants. I thought it was really cool that the defense played well. You know, it was really funny is that they had played – it took them 10 quarters before they had their first lead of the season. That's when Joe Mixon scored that touchdown in the third quarter. That was the first time they had a lead all season. And, uh, listen, Joe Burrow, he he was a warrior. You can tell he's hurting, but he got out there and he, you know – did what he had to do, and, you know, was it the most pretty win in the entire world? No, but it was a huge win for them. They really needed to have this. And, you know, listen, as much as I complained about that overturned touchdown in the first quarter, which uh, I'm still kind of salty about, but it just, you know, I think they are the more talented team than the Rams, obviously, and they should have won this game, and they did. Uh, And, uh, look, I expect more of the same out of them. I expect the defense to play well again, and I think they'll have a... I think they'll win this this game. I don't think they – I don't know if it's going to be all that close. I mean, it'll probably be, you know, a touchdown win, and that's good enough. And that's what they're going to have to do, at least in the time being, until, I don't know, if Burrow's necessarily going to be healthy. Those calf injuries tend to linger. It's like hamstrings or those types of things. He's going to be dealing with that the rest of the year. So my only – fear. go ahead. I was
1: going to say, as a uh, Ravens fan, not exactly rooting for Cincinnati, but I think they would be smart to uh, give him a mix in uh, the ball uh, more, <laughs> you know, help the line, help Burrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, because my my big fear is that Burrow's going to tear it, tear the calf muscle, you know, and then if that's the case, that's obviously, you know, uh, not to be all Dan Dieroff here, but that's a big disaster, you know. <laughs> I said before last year, I, I
1: don't think Burrow is going to have a very long career. Uh, uh, I think his has a relatively uh, short shelf life. But uh, I don't w- wish injury on anybody, even a uh, Ravens competitor. There, uh, extremely talented guy, and you just would rather beat him on the field. Of course, you can see he's not. You can see he's not right, uh, yeah. and that's. It's just, it, it looks like it can just linger for, you know, all, year. all
0: season. And, and and that's the problem. He's not the most mobile quarterback to begin with. So it's not like he's going to be even more of a statue back there. And you just don't want, then he's going to be taking more hits. And just it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a little worried about him, but Hey, listen, he's out there right now. He's, he's, you know, gritting his teeth and doing it and, you know, and they won. So, I mean, it's, it's all that matters, I guess, at the end of the day. All right,
1: quick picks. A couple games this weekend. We got uh, Bucks at Saints. Uh, we talked about the Saints
0: a little bit. Do uh, you like uh, them at home? No, I like the Bucks here. Call me crazy. Uh, but I think I like the Bucks in this game, especially if we don't see Derek Carr back. Uh, oh, that was something I had forgotten to check on real quick. If you can vamp for me, I, can, uh, I don't think he's going to play this year. Uh, yeah, so Excuse Excuse if
1: me. not, you have uh, Winston versus uh, previous franchise there, right? Yep. Yeah, that's
0: not gonna work out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't see Winston eating W's, you just see him with uh I see
0: him few- serving picks is what I see him.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quite the season he put up there, the five yeah,
0: that was a yards amazing. and like a- uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> 30 intercept. What was it? Something ridiculous like <laughs>
1: right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it up every time, and someone's coming down. And so. You
0: miss 100% of the shots you don't take.
1: Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, they're they are hanging on as kind of a, a potential playoff team. If they can grab that road W at New Orleans, that goes a long way to uh, advancing their cause. Uh, another game kind of interesting. You talked about Dallas. And, uh, you know, if Baltimore losing to Indianapolis wasn't uh, the – Upset or horrible loss of the week. Then you had Dallas versus Arizona. So New England travels to uh, Dallas this
0: weekend. Who wins there? Yeah, I thought the the Arizona Dallas game was the upset of the week Uh, because anyway. But uh, I'm still I'm going to pick Dallas at home. I mean, it's not a very gutsy pick, but uh, I I don't see how New England's going to move their offense against the Cowboys on defense, even though. (laughs) And I know I'm saying this now, but, I mean, you just had Joshua Dobbs uh, look more than competent against them. Now, granted, it was on the road, but, you know, it was on the road, but they had a ton of Cowboys fans there. I mean, it was like practically a home game for them, so I don't want to hear any excuses. But I think usually when a defense is made to look bad the next week, especially at home, I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to play really well, and I I don't see the Patriots getting an upset here. Uh, Pittsburgh at Houston. (laughs) should I do it? It (laughs) Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this. You know what? I'm going to do it. Upset Texans at home. I like it. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, I
1: keep waiting for them to look a little bit better, uh, uh each week and I haven't been impressed yet i i still look at the roster and think that's a team that could be can be a playoff team and ha- has a chance to uh to win a couple of games but haven't been impressed of anything i've seen uh, from them so
0: far <laughs> i mean uh, they beat they won they beat the raiders but i don't i didn't understand josh mcdaniel's decision making uh at the end of that game but who's to say I mean it doesn't mean that they necessarily would have won anyway but like uh again I haven't been like you said I haven't been impressed really with what I've seen out of the Steelers so far even though I think they have talent on that roster but um I think this would be if this, it, I'm going to do it anyway but like let's take the Texans here because that would be something where CJ Stroud would all of a sudden just be like oh okay we got to take him seriously now you know yeah yeah uh- if Houston
1: wins that game later, well, you know, that might be the answer to our, our previous question of who is the uh, AFC South uh, favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the North and the NFC North, and the game is going on right now. Uh, Detroit and Green Bay uh, lines are up 24-3 to late in the second uh, quarter. It looks like they... Are driving. I think it's fourth and six, Green Bay 19. So maybe a chance to add some additional points here. So
0: I think think I'm ahead of you. They just kicked it.
1: They just kicked it. So uh, Detroit, uh, based off of this game and maybe beforehand, uh, they, the NFC North favorite. uh, 100%,
0: 100% as far as I'm concerned. I mean, who else you got? I mean, they're taking the Packers apart right now. And then you've got the Vikings and the Bears.
1: Yeah, right. So <laughs> obviously, uh, and you know, we'll see if either one of them can grab that uh, elusive W. And I don't uh, think
0: I don't think the Vikings are bad per se, but I mean they're already in a zero three hole. So right. I'm,
1: I mean, and it gets gets late early, and you get that three losses to uh, uh, to Bill, you know, to dig out of. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay getting taken apart here is, is surprising to me. I thought Detroit might steal the game. Tonight, but I didn't expect uh, to see the Lions uh, uh racing out here. That's a uh, that's a surprise for me. But I was higher on the Packers uh, than you were. So, anything else, Sid? Got anything else for me tonight that you want to uh uh you're thinking of?
0: I think the Rams can win in Mindy. All right. I think uh I'm I'm gonna like that one, and I'm very interested to see what happens in Ravens Browns.
1: Uh, I haven't looked to see. Is Richardson uh, playing this week for? uh, They have not
0: announced it as of yet, but uh, I think it looked like they sounded pretty positive about him. Yeah, he practiced today. Right, exactly. So, oh, and he's going to start. Okay, there we go. Yes.
1: Well, you talked about the uh, quarterback draft class this year, and he was. The athleticism is is there, and he was also completing a higher percentage of uh, passes than I think was anticipated. So he's going to be fun to watch, I think, for some time. And you mentioned the Ravens and Browns, uh, another AFC North uh, matchup, always uh, the division is what it is, always physical, always uh, that. Uh, But the Browns are the slight favorite. And you know, we'll see if the Ravens can grab another uh, road uh, division victory that would be fun. A difficult thing is when you blow a game at home versus a team that you should beat, then uh, uh, the next game may, may, means that much more. it just you can't give away games that you're supposed to win in the in this league. Anyway, good stuff from Sid. Uh, As always, check out his uh, most recent article at the site, BaltimoreSportsAndLife.com. Follow Sid on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it today, at RealSidSorep. Good stuff. Take care.